Self-justification is the third form of pride. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 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 everybody to go down, y'all. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew you set me up. <laughs> Rashad, I want you to read the next one. Yep. Go ahead and read the next one, Rashad. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, he's bad. He's been like Richard. <laughs> um, so I, before you go, um, before you go into this, um, okay, hold it. I don't want people to think that we got it all together. Yes, sir. By talking about being prideful and all these different stages of pride, um, I know number one, we are all dealing with this and we're all overcoming this. But not only giving y'all information on how to come out of it, but I know in a sense it's helping us too. Yes. So I don't want people like, man, he's doing all this talking and listen, but listen. As we speak, we free ourselves. Ah, come on. And as we free ourselves, we free you. Hmm. I just felt that, but go go ahead, man. Come on, I, I'm going. I'm going to. Before I read this, I'm going to encourage. If God speaks to us, to us, for you, so yeah. understand that what what's coming to us to speak out, we eating first. Um. Humble you know, pie, humble <laughs> pie. You know, we, we we eating first. We all are processing. I guarantee you, through one of the forms of this right now, at least one, if not multiple. For me, I know I can speak for myself, but I know I am, um, and I'm getting freedom every day, which I'm grateful for, because it, it's God is breaking the chains of my own bonds through pride. And the the purpose of this podcast is to expose something so you can experience freedom. You can't get free from bonds that you don't see. Whoo, fire. Um, There's no way you will ever be free from chains that hold you that you never acknowledge or see. Right. Because they don't, if you don't see them, they're not chains. Because you you don't know you're bound. You know what I mean? And if you don't feel it, come on, because we're going to deal with the feelings too. If you don't feel it, then, you know, you don't know you're bound. We... You got to see it. It has to be exposed. You got to feel it. You got to see that this is this is real. And this one right here, there's a reason my brother asked me to read this, guys, because this is one. This is one of the biggest ones that I deal with. Um, Self self degeneration. Pride tears himself down once again himself. It's a selfish thing. So with this particular one, man, this is a very subtle one because it 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 sneaks into the place of humility mm. 
it sneaks behind the guy so this is why pride is so <sighs> that's good bro when you think about the serpent right the serpent spoke the word of god but twisted it so he used the instruction and command of god to cause sin pride is the very expression of what the serpent does it takes what god has created for man to exist in and perverts it that i believe this is why there's so much intention in the bible about pride and why there's so many warnings to be careful of it mm -hmm. um because it takes what god creates and it perverts it to think about self and so pride is very core is selfish so this one is very subtle <laughs> come on this is uh this is one that you can think that oh man i just want the best for myself right this one comes in and it, it hides itself but behind transparency um i believe that this is one that um best way put it's transparency unyielded mm. so it's you being transparent and not so now you're exposing it but what is the response to you exposing it right what do you do from that point i know we're going to talk a little bit more about this afterwards but this i want to deal with it because so many of us can see our flaws yeah but not all of us knows how to deal with them remember i said self-justification right where we talked about valid validation how in self-justification the pride of self-justification we validate through our own interpretation we use our own standards as self our justification well the opposite of that is using the word of god becomes our justification because it takes focus off of self and puts it on god and then god deals with us well this is the same mm. so <laughs> when you when this this thing here is a stranglehold because one negative comment unchecked leads to more leads to more and it becomes an avalanche mm. and the, the crazy part is this is a self-inflicting wound this one is literally you verbally spiritually emotionally taking the gun to your own head and instead of the bullet jamming every time a shot being fired and you were slowly killing yourself mm. you know the bible says and 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 i i feel freedom in this so um the bible sets our validation who the bible sets our worth <laughs> it sets who we are there's a scripture that says how dare you call something unclean that i've called clean right and it was speaking to what they can eat right but i believe that it was not only speaking to a literal sense but a figurative one um and a, and a metaphor that we are clean in god's eyes when we've received him right how dare i call god's work any less effective mm -hmm. because of my inability to see my worth through his eyes you know what that does and where it, where it lacks is the fact that i've lost touch in some form or fashion uh, with a level of intimacy with god where i can see my value mm -hmm. you know my wife 
sees her value to me and the level of intimacy that we have. And when intimacy lacks, and it's not just talking about sex, we're talking about just those moments, sweet moments, hugs, kisses, sitting close in proximity, talking, all these things. When those things lack, she now feels like she has no value to me. Mm. Because of the lack of intimacy. So this right here, this leads you into a place of false humility. False humility at its very core, right? Is it is a form of tearing yourself down, thinking that you're doing what God wants you to do. And it is so it is so so toxic. It hinders you in so many areas of your life. It hinders your ability to do to be effective for God. It's almost like, hey, pour me that pour me that water out of that out of that glass. But in that glass is a whole bunch of dirt. It's no longer effective water for me. Mm. Because of what's been poured into it. You become that. You're still getting poured into, but every time you get poured into, hey, you know, there's greatness in your life and, and God begins to show you things. You're like, well, just like Moses did, right? He's like, well, uh, I got this deficiency. Mm. Well, this this is the God of all telling you who you are. Do you not think that he took an account you, what, what you consider a deficiency? So how dare you say you're not enough when he said you were? You know, you 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 totter yourself. And you know the crazy part is, and this is this is the cool thing about God, y'all. And this is this will just even testify to how we are we are no different than you are listening to this podcast right now. Definitely. We don't we, we we don't we're not sitting from this podcast from a place of highness saying that we know it all, that we got it together. We sit from this place saying, God, use us not only to 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 be effective to those, but be effective to us, God. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, we're sitting in the same boat. If, if anything, we are listening to each other as if you're listening to us in the car. But it's funny with God, right? How the very thing that he is working out in your life, he'll have you it's in you. So I, I used to always talk about Jeremiah 18, right? The potter's house or the, the potter's house. So in the potter's house, there was the, the Bible says it was a um, it was um, he told Jeremiah to go down to the potter's house. And when he went down to the potter house, he was working a rock on the wheel, which is a pot. Right. The Bible says that it was marred, meaning that it had a blemish. It was cracked. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. And we always talk about how you know this is like us because it talks about how we are like the clay in his hands and he's he's fixing it to be how he wants it to be well there was another thing god was telling me with on he said what happens when that that thing is done he puts it on a shelf and he displays it so when you talk about self-humiliation self-degration or uh, self-degration what happens is it's like God putting you on a shelf to be displayed and you pushing yourself off. Say, I'm, mm. not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not enough. Fire. And the funny thing is I used to tell people that so much. And you want to know how subtle this thing is? I w- I've been preaching that and teaching people that for over 10 years. And I've been dealing with that same thing unaware wow. until exposed. You know, you know. My wife tells me all the time, Rashad, she said, I see so much potential in you, but you're your worst enemy. Woo. Come on, Didi. 
And the crazy part is, I see what God has put in my life because he showed me. Whether it's fear stemming from this pride that I'm not enough, man. And it's selfish because it's like, I'm so busy thinking about myself in my own perspective that I fail to even acknowledge how God sees it. Mm. It's it's something, y'all. And yeah. But glory be to God, man. I thank God to be able to see it because I'm eating tonight, y'all. This this is me. This me sharing this to y'all. Please understand, this is my freedom. And the more you talk about this, like I, I I'll be ready to cry shout right now because this is my freedom. This is my freedom we talking about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm behind bars, y'all. This is my freedom we talking about. I, this this is free was shot. Yeah. Free you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is this is my freedom y'all and and this is your freedom you know exposing this realizing that it's there it's man i'm telling you as 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 you continue to grow in this thing man shit god god start working to work when you can see things and begin to change those things That's my facts. whole mindset is addressing things is different now he'll put people in your life like <clears throat> mo and iago <laughs> That will put you in a position where you're forced to address things that that you that you don't want to address, um, but you can't run from it. Trips. But anyways, because God knows I was about to, I want to turn the burners on sometimes, but it was so necessary. And it's, yeah, it is not because of lack of love for my bros, but it's because that self degeneration was so wrapped around my heart that I didn't. I feel like I didn't deserve them. Mm. You know, Iago, Iago. Yeah, I'm about to. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm about to say something right now. Hold up, your legs cross. Let me take off these Reebok classics so I can get Nurse into Ron Profit. Nick Nat Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. So Jesus, it's going on, y'all. Listen, I want to let y'all know this fourth quarter. No, that's just the the fourth thing of pride. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. All right, go ahead, Yago. I want to go ahead and say this right now. So, if you're offended, I apologize for absolutely nothing. I want you to take this and I want you to hear it. And I mean it when I say it. And I want you to learn from this experience because I have, I'm telling you from a place of coming out of this. When we talk about self-degradation, let's break it down like this. Self-humiliation is not a mental illness. It is pride. Mm. The minute that you beat yourself up thinking I'm depressed, that's not because of your mental health. It has nothing to do with your mental health. It's the furthest thing from it. It is because you are prideful in the sense of you take one aspect of your life or a few aspects of your life where you were talked down upon and you internalize it. And instead of seeking that counsel, you continuously be in that path to where everything you do, you no longer look at the good of it. You're like, ah. I could have did better. Oh, but you know me, me. No, nah, man, I'm I'm trash. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. 
That's pride. Go on. Go on about it. There's no need to self-humiliate yourself. You're not doing nothing but taking a shovel, digging the grave, going deeper in, putting more dirt on there just so you can pile dirt on yourself. Mm, fire, bro. That's all it is. That's what self that's what self-degradation is. Self-degradation is self-humiliation. And it's constantly putting you in that hole, not doing nothing for you. When God is telling you, look, I don't create trash. Mm. Nothing that God makes is trash. It's all for his glory and all for his good. So if you are self-humiliating yourself, self-degrading yourself, I'm telling you as a person who constantly self-humiliated himself in Christ and out of Christ. Mm. I know what this looks like. I've done it majority of my life until talking into to the wisest man and oldest man that I know alive today. And he told me, he said, son, every time you beat yourself up, you're putting yourself back down. Mm. Mm. And from that moment, from that moment there, I stopped. I would no longer go to, because when you do that, you go to a place to where mentally you put yourself in that box. You remember, um, what's the name of that movie? Get Out. Mm. When my guy is falling in this black, like nothingness seeing everything that's going on but he can't do nothing about it essentially that's what you're doing when you self-humiliate you're constantly falling into a hole that you can get out of you choosing not to because everything Mm. we do is a choice yeah self-humiliation that pride in that where it crosses that line and I'm so glad bro brought up humility because it goes past what the humbleness is. Mm. Like you can, and I like to use this phrase, being humble doesn't mean being quiet. Mm. And once you, sometimes you can associate your quietness and not saying anything with being humble that's not what that is same way with self-humiliation just because people don't hear you in your head you tearing yourself up i know i've done it myself so in that moment you do it i want to say this this is where i was getting self-humiliation is pride because in that sense that emotion is for you Mm. essentially that's what it comes down to that emotion isn't an emotion that you're giving for God you're doing it so you can feel something right right you know come on on, shot talk to me so I just looked up the definition of humble, right? I love going to the origin and roots of things, right? Humble is having or showing a modest or low esteem of one's own importance, 
Mm. Hear what I say this, y'all. We talked about importance and value, right? One's importance. Importance is external. It's the view of people on you. So to be humble, right? It's to think of yourself in a position where you're showing modesty in regards to how people look at you. When you say glory be to God, that's humility. Mm-hmm. Because you're saying that I, it's not about how you see me. It's God. Yeah. That's humility. Humbleness is not taking away from your value. Value and importance are two different things. Right. But we associate and we connect humility with the value of who we are versus the importance in which we operate in. And so we're trying to humble ourselves, but all we're doing, we're not not making ourselves important. We're we're devaluing ourselves. Right. Mm. And so therefore, what we're doing is tearing down what God has created on the inside of us versus tearing down or being humble to the viewpoint of other people in regards to who we are. Mm-hmm. That's humility. So humility is saying, for an example, like Mo said, glory be to God when someone says gives you a compliment. It's saying that God, it's all through you. What I did ain't important. It's through you. You know, yeah. he didn't lessen his value. He understood his value enough to say, God, you gave me this value. So the importance of what I do goes to you, not me. Yeah, That's yeah. humility. It's not saying that I'm not worthy. I'm not worth what God has called me to be worth. It's saying that what I do is not important because of because at the end of the day, he's more important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that it's not valuable. Come on, man. That's. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to be no, quiet. No, so no, 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 no. Don't lose it. <laughs> but uh, uh, my thing on self degradation, man, is uh, well, I really don't got it. So you know, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> joking. But uh, on a serious tip, man. At first, I did not know that this was even a form of pride mm. until. This whole thing came out and I said, wow. Cause I thought, I'm just being real. I'm just being honest. I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm not this, I'm not that. But Holy Ghost had to check me and say, What did I call you? Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> right. That's who, good. Who did I say you are? I said you love When people said I rejected you I didn't Like like I, I think a lot of time our, 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 our Put down Is because like we're agreeing With the negativity that people Have said about us Yeah, And it goes back to Not only when bro was talking about You know putting the dirt on yourself But if you can visualize you on the ground, all the people who has something against you, kicking your tail, jumping you in about 20 to 30. You jump out of your body to say, you know something? Yeah, let's kick his tail. You kicking your own tail along, mm. along with everybody else. At the end of the day, I feel like when you degrade yourself, you degrade God. It's like, God, whatever you made is not good enough. Mm. 
And that's why to me I think where people Get all these different surgeries Yeah Yeah Definitely This is where people get uh They They, they identity in, in being cut up Because You know My butt's not big enough So I gotta put cinder blocks in them My breasts are not big enough So I gotta alter them To me, that starts with degrading yourself because your worth is in somebody else's words. Not only like do you hear them, but you apply them. When you apply those things that has been said about you, you become that. I was just talking to my son earlier that whatever your whatever you tell your mind, your body will react to it. Mm-hmm. If you tell yourself that you're sick Guess what It's only going to be a matter of time mm-hmm. before you sick If you understood how powerful the mind is Just the mind when, like, I understand now even more I told my son You control this Your mind and your heart Mind and your heart Con- like, like give these two things to God Because to me These are your identity So as a man think in his heart That's who you are so let's see. Come on. That like like that's your identity. So when All you right. pull out your card and you think that you're ugly, let me see your identification. Oh, you missed the ugly. No, that's not you. No. I am who God say I am. Period point blank. Mm. So when it comes to putting yourself down, it's like saying, God, you your what you created is trash. And to me, I think self-degradation. Just basically degrading yourself To me Lee is another gateway To suicide Yeah definitely To me Oh it's a big gateway And to me That's why I'm mindful About what I say I'm careful about What I say to people And I'm careful about what I say to myself Mm -hmm. Cause What those words take form Whatever you speak Take form mm-hmm. Think about it we're, we're like our father Let there be light And there was light So when you said let there be depression there Here comes depression When you said let there be anxiety Here comes anxiety Instead of you saying You know something mm, I am greater Because it's the guy that's on the inside of me Mm-hmm. But I think we're tied into so many different things that don't even love us back. Right. We are literally, I would say, umbilical cord to things that's not feeding us. Hmm. Ah. And to me, to so. degrade yourself, man, and, and 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 this goes out to those who who are dealing because I, I was one. I, I was once at this brook And I'm talking drinking A gallon a day Plus more If you're at this brook Understand You are worth it If it's breath in your body You are worth it We'll get to more stuff after this Rashad you want to say something else man you, You're on the tip of your seat right now Yes because what you <laughs> said Was so good Well first Um you throw out trash because it has no value. Right? 
And so the more you devalue yourself, the more you become an image of trash because you don't assign value. So you become you become worthless to yourself. Therefore, what's the point of it existing if it becomes worthless? That's why I believe it's the gateway to suicide. Um, and you just said something that was really, really good. So we talk about not degrading ourselves, right? And I kind of want to give a solution because we're on this and it's good. Um, I have mentioned part of my testimony is as I continue to build my intimacy with God, my value builds. We can know something, but not believe it. Mm. And so that's what I want to address because freedom starts by knowing. Well, freedom starts or freedom, freedom, the opportunity of freedom exposes itself when we can acknowledge that there's an issue. But freedom yeah. starts when we believe that there can be freedom. Mm -hmm. And so so your belief when you say a biblical cord, a biblical cord is a sinuation of intimacy, right? Or a connection. Mm, gotcha. Um, so whatever you connect yourself to will shape your belief and your processes. Because guess what a biblical court does too? It feeds. So mm, yep. that very thought process, whatever you connect yourself to is what's going to feed you and give you substance. So many of you are connected to things, people, perspectives that you will forever eat from until you disconnect yourself from Ooh. and not only would you eat them you'll become them you are what you eat right we use right. that all the time so whatever you digest you become so if you want freedom from this you want to see value in your life you want to know what your real value connect yourself to the one that gives you value right it's that simple start to produce that intimacy which means reading your word that means getting around people that that have a heart for god first and for you mm -hmm. because as long as their heart is right with god or their heart is for god they're always going to pour into you you know that's the one thing that we can all say here we times may have been short with people but any person we've ever connected ourselves to that had a heart for god has always fed us something. Yeah. There's not one relationship in my life that I've ever come across, whether it was a day, two days, three days, an hour, but a person that had a heart for God, whether me sitting inside a restaurant, someone turning around and saying, you know what? There's something about you. I believe God has such a blessing for you hmm. or whatever it is. You keep your head up because you're an intelligent young man. I've heard that so many times in a dealership that 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 people can see because their heart for God. They love God and they love God's people. And yeah. so connect yourself so you could begin to produce that belief system that gives you ability to act on what you know. Mm -hmm. You can never act on something that you know unless you believe it. If yeah. you don't believe it, it would just be knowledge and it's just there. Like I know how I know that I got this issue, but I, I don't know how to get past it. I don't understand how to get past it. Well, I'm telling you now, it's in the proximity of your relationship. Right. Anyways, um, I thought that was so good. And we got two more to go, guys. Two more to go, man. These and, two. And just just let y'all know this 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 will be a two parter. Just let y'all yeah. know. Um For sure. I want I want y'all to really dissect this. I don't want people to there's some nuggets in here Number one um, 
I think a lot is being revealed about pri- being prideful. A lot is being revealed, and uh, the next one is self demotion. <laughs> Pride compares himself to others. Ah oh, man, uh, uh, where are we gonna spend the ball on this one? Um, I think I take this. Now listen, <laughs> I um, um, this is <laughs> all right. I hear you. This is our world today. The world of comparison. <laughs> and I think like create like you ever look back at your life when you were young and certain you know you you know how songs are so impactful, but when you're older and you're in God, you begin to look at them differently now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the song I want to be I want to be Like Mike Like yeah. Mike If I can be like Mike Remember that song right Didn't you write that Iago My bad You probably did Nah <laughs> <laughs> But if you pay attention To the lyrics in the song It geared you up To number one Be like someone else And not yourself mm-hmm. And then it compared you it, 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 it made you want to compare to be you know how many like mics was out there instead of like themselves man come on sir comparison like I always tell people is the thief of joy but now I'm beginning to understand that comparison really destroys your heart because when you're not able to be that person that becomes destructive when you find out you're 5'2 and you can't dunk like Mike when you compare yourself to people I mean even I I think we we did on our our like little preview for this next pride one we did one where we you know when you compare yourself to where you supposed to be Mm, yeah even that and i think iago said one time like how a lot of time we look in the future right but we don't focus on the right now yeah let your 10 year you be you Mm. let the past of you be you because you can't change it either way you can't touch it right now your future will be whatever you create to be in this moment Mm -hmm. so the comparison of yourself like i said my 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 hero is me 10 years from now because i'll be real fired from that but i'll be fired because i will really really know who i am in god i'm not gonna stay on this learning level of I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not a person to get comfortable here. Like I'm like I'm more I want more. God show me more. Develop me even more so I don't have to be a demolition to myself. Mhm. Cuz that ultimately you're basically just destroying yourself because you don't look like this person. Which which goes back to our last one we were just talking about. Mhm. 
the comparison like everything that's trending like people see stuff like believe in the world of monkey see monkey do right now oh yeah sometimes i be seeing these trends i'm not gonna lie sometimes i want to do it i want to do it it look fun but then the inside of me like i'm a grown man dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like I'm a grown man, dog. Like, and, what we doing? like I say that because the inside of me, the Holy Ghost, like that's not even you. Mm-hmm. That's not your identity. We 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 don't go through things and do this. We we don't do this. That's not me. I speak life in the people. Yeah, that's who I am. I yeah. tell people when they don't have nothing less, oh, 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 you got more in the tank. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. I'm that motivational guy to tell you, listen, hey, 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 it's not over. It's not how it's not how you started, but it's how you finish. That's who I am. That's my trend. So that's why I don't compare myself to nobody. I'm who God made me to be. Come on. And if you got a problem with it, talk to my father. Come on. <laughs> That's my thing. Who got next, man? <laughs> uh, I'll go. Uh, go <laughs> I think I think this is so dope, man. First of all, just I'm grateful. To, I love talking about this, man, because yeah, I feel like there's so much that's just being hit. Like um, comparison, man. Degrading yourself, demotion, self demotion, man. Comparing yourself to others is such a trap, man. It's such a trap. Um, there are so many and you know it's only perpetuated by social media because you know um for some people that you've never known so without social media um i've lived a life without social media a conscious life you know i mean i ain't talking about like baby you know i'm an 80s baby (laughs) you know so like you know what i mean like there social media wasn't even a thing you know what i mean like you know you went outside the most that you knew about somebody's life was in proximity or you know like like you knew they were close right on the news or yeah you know what i mean or you heard through it by the grapevine or something you know what i mean it wasn't reality tv back then wasn't that big you know what i mean when when uh what is it real world came out flavor yeah when those (laughs) those came out in the 90s that wasn't in existence in the 80s man the most real tv you got was a game show and so (laughs) you know what i mean but but what i mean by false narrative is that it's amazing to me how you would see a picture of a couple. Matter of fact, I just watched a YouTube clip. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was about a YouTuber who had uh, who had murdered his wife, right? Mm-hmm. He was yeah, a social. He was a TikToker. It was a it was a TikToker went YouTube or whatever. Wife and his kid. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's what's crazy about it is the fact <laughs> that from the outside, from the videos they post on social media, picture perfect family. But when you unravel it, you look behind the scenes. It's not, man. You know, my 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 dad, my dad and mom always says this. You know, um, my spiritual parents they they say this all the time. They was like, people say they want to have a marriage like ours, but you don't know what it costs. Mm. You know, you have to be careful comparing yourself because first of all, it's I guarantee you, it is not how it looks. In your eyes There's just no way you can Within that snapshot Interpret 30 years Of somebody's life Hey within that snapshot You can't even encompass 10 seconds Facts You know 
comparing oneself is is setting false expectations that you would never be able to reach then also that you were never designed to reach mm. you know i always use the comparison even with those that those are in the body of christ where you struggle people always have something you're comparing yourself to somebody else or they should be doing what i'm doing right because that's another form of comparison not just that you should be doing what they're doing but they somebody else should be doing what you're doing that's another form of prideful comparison mm. like you know what i mean um and and what's interesting about that is that the Bible talks about how the church is a body. And I always use this because it's just it's so clear. The finger can't do what the foot does. Right. The arm can't do what the knee does. But it's still a part of the same body, accomplishing the same mission. But they just they just do different functionality to accomplish the same mission, man. Yeah. This is why you can't compare yourself because everyone's a fingerprint man yeah yeah shout out to i am clothing brand yeah but anyways everyone's a fingerprint you know what i mean and and there's just no way that you're gonna do what they do and they're gonna do what you do and you gotta stop man you gotta you got once again look to god for that and i think a lot of times people compare themselves because they they don't know what their purpose is Mm. and so when you don't have a purpose or you're not aware of your purpose, you you operate by off of somebody else's because it looks good to you. I guarantee you all three of us in here right now. Our freedom came when we knew what our purpose was. And we believed it and we trusted God with it and say, you won't work it out. Mm. Are we tempted sometimes to compare? Absolutely. But yeah. do we? I, I can be honest and say I, I don't struggle with it so much like I used to because I'm always reminded of what God called me to do. He called Rashad to do something great. He didn't call anybody else to do the same thing I'm doing. You know what I mean? Similarities, but not the same. So, mm-hmm. right. um, but I, I think this is this is one that. I think this is one that can be avoided when you put your expectation in what God calls you versus what you see in your own interpretation itself. But Iago, ooh, yeah. yeah, I say ooh yeah yeah. So yeah, I'm in that ooh. Can't see JoJo, my boy. Ooh yeah, I rock with it. Yeah, Sand, sandbox interactive talk to me has a uh has a has a quote that we like to use you know what I'm and i want to i'm going to implement this in every aspect of sandbox interactive with not only what we put out but with the developers that we bring on to help create the games and that is not only does comparison kill your joy but comparison kills your uniqueness and your creativity Wow! the minute that you start to compare you lose that sense of uniqueness what makes you special what what god has put in you to be the person that you are like on an individual level and Mo knows this better than anybody. When it comes down to me, I'm unapologetic about who I am <laughs> because that's the way God made me, and that's the way that I'm gonna be. Do I have my flaws? Yeah, I got my flaws. I admit to my flaws, but 
when it comes down to everything else creativity the positive aspects my traits that's who i am so Mm. when it comes to the comparison i don't let it rob me of the joy and the creativity that i have because when it comes down to creativity those are the thoughts that god is giving you those are the ideas that god is giving you the minute that you start to compare yourself you lose that yeah so you no longer want to do those things you want to do something else a big comparison that we always see in the sports realm was kobe bryant to michael jordan Mm -hmm. but one thing about kobe bryant is the only thing that he followed was jordan's game everything else was kobe bryant yeah and that's what made kobe special is that he only emulated what he saw on the court his impact was uniquely kobe bryant definitely that 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 mamba mentality which is crazy yeah was kobe bryant that work ethic that was kobe bryant that's what god put in kobe for kobe to be who he was yeah when it comes to us we have to understand that in every aspect god has given us all something to do those similarities may be there they will never be the exact same thing yeah that's just not possible that's not what god did god is way smarter than anybody on this planet come on bro so he already and he knows everything so he knows like not every path will be the same not every creative idea will be the exact same i talk about games i go back to a time of the early 2000s where you'd see 25 nfl games around Mm. none of them the same yeah each one of them played differently they had different things about them because the people that were on that team made a conscious decision and a creative decision that we want our game to play like this yeah definitely that's good that in itself shows that yeah they're doing that over there but we can't compare what we're doing to what they're doing mm-hmm. we have to stay focused on our mission yeah and essentially that's what it comes down to we can't allow ourselves to get distracted by the comparison yeah definitely we have to stay focused on what god has given us so we can move forward yeah. with whatever it is so that journey can continue forward that way we can make that next step to get to those 10 years because we're already on that path no matter what we see Mm. it's good stuff bro man i hope y'all have been enjoying this uh i know even me being involved in it um i'm enjoying it because i i feel freedom being issued out in so many different ways where people be like man i didn't know that that was pride Mm-hmm. I thought I was just Just in my head for the most part And I think that's what we do We get in our head and we create a whole different world Separate and opposite design For what God has picked out for us 
So I hope you 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 who are listening and you who are riding in the car um understand pride is it's being prideful is it's it's a huge thing. Yeah. Huge thing. And and it's scary. It's it's almost scary how sneaky it is. But we're going to move on to the next one. I'm going to have Rashad read this one. <laughs> Set up. What? <laughs> I'm just messing out you get. <laughs> Not shut up. I said set up. But <laughs> he's like, what are we talking to? Uh, I think these last three. Oh, what you pass my boy? What's up, man? You got some snacks? Hey, what you get? Tell us. I'm, you know, you're not gonna catch me on another podcast. Quiet like I was last time Where I hold myself accountable So I got beaver nuggets to keep myself You know what I'm saying Up and engaged in conversation bro Well I hope that don't get us no copyright You did show the copyright (laughs) (laughs) It was a quick flash They didn't see it Hey listen I was gonna say But if you trying to sponsor us We'll take that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Last but not least Come on now I think this is uh, so it's self condemnation. Mm-hmm. Pride judges himself. Woo-hoo. I'm going to read some of it too. It says the sixth form of pride is private, manifesting itself in times of personal failure. It does not seek the affirmation, approval, or admiration of others. Instead, this form of pride occurs when a person condemns himself because he does not meet his own standard. Wow. Let that sit. I just want that to sit. I'm going to read this, too, because I feel like this right here. Is really good. I feel like the author of this really expressed this well. Sometimes we, (laughs) you read, yeah, Yeah. like, yeah. uh, Sometimes we mislabel self condemnation as depression. We think a person who hopelessly condemns himself is depressed. Shout out to Iago because he he hit on this really well, actually. Um, So we attempt to cheer him up when we are unsuccessful in changing his mindset. We conclude his depression runs deep, but the man who condemns himself is not primarily dealing with depression. His root problem is pride. The self-condemning person places perspective, standard, and assessment above everyone else. He resists. God, he resists God's grace because he denies God is the true source of salvation. Hear this, y'all. Hear this, please. I'm going to say that again. He resists God's grace because he denies God is the he denies God is the true source of salvation, blessing and truth. He refuses the help of others compared to his companions and God. He thinks he knows better. The self-condemning person makes himself judge. He seizes the rightful authority away from God and gives it to himself. Funny, I was going to say that. I'm so glad I read this. The humble man 
relinquishes all desire to pass judgment on himself. He understands that he stands condemned in God's presence. God has God has the authority and power to condemn us. So instead of judgment, the humble man begs for mercy. Mm. Ah, okay. So whew, I'm gonna read the scripture too. Titus 3, 3 and 6. <laughs> for we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasure, passing our days in mal- malice and envy, hated by others and hating one one another. But when the goodness and the love and kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, Titus 3, 3 and 6. So I'm going to say that this thing right here is the beast that I consistently fight in my life. Ooh. Ooh. This right here, this very thing from the even knows best and the running away from the grace of God. Not just resisting, running full steam the opposite way. This right here is what me Rashad J. Rashad Jones faces and fights every day. Whew, God, I thank you first and foremost for this because <laughs> y'all listen. I thank God that 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 I can stay here and and have the freedom to be able to say that this is a a beast that that God is every day giving me victory over, Mm -hmm. but it's a fight still. Nonetheless, (sighs) y'all listen, it's interesting too. when I remember I said, God is, God is so interesting that he'll give you the freedom and you'll rock with that freedom for so long, not realizing he didn't give it for you just to talk to somebody else about, Mm. you know, one of the scriptures I've taught from for years, Romans 8. Wherefore, now there are no condemnation. This is Bible, y'all. There, is. there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You know, I've prayed about this scripture because I'm like, well, we're in Christ Jesus. You know, we're not perfect. So we don't always walk, you know, according to the spirit. We have moments we flesh out, you know, oh, well, I want to say walk, but we have occasion to sin, right? The Lord was dealing with me on this, right? Walking is a consistent motion because in this scripture, I couldn't find the grace. I refused to see the grace. So I was Mm -hmm. like, there's no way, you know, I got to be perfect. That was the mindset I took when I read this. So I cannot have condemnation when he's saying for those that walk meaning that you're directed in one direction and you're consistently moving in that direction. That's what walking is, right? So when you're walking in the spirit, you are constantly moving. You may stumble sometimes. You may even have a moment, but you're walking. You're you're in that direction and you're moving towards that. 
no matter you know slow fast running you know stumbling you're still moving in the direction of god so therefore now i have access to no condemnation because of the direction in which i'm moving yeah but i've i've struggled with that in the years because guess what i have self-justified and said man you know what it's because i just want to be perfect with god Mm, that's good but no it's just the fact that i haven't truly accepted to an extent the grace of god in certain areas of my life so therefore i haven't been able to express or to be able to see the manifestation of the blessing of it you know this this sin right here and i i believe this sin right here is what gets most men and women of god because we come into the saving knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, but we never reconcile the grace of God. Ah, Holy, I hear you, Holy Spirit. We never reconcile the grace of God in our salvation, meaning that we never truly receive and believe it. Mm. Well, let's not say receive it, but to believe it. Because God's grace is going to hit us. It hits us every day. The Bible says to, he gives a measure. You know what I mean? We all have grace. Yeah. Um, but to truly believe the salvation, the grace and salvation, to know that when he says that I throw your sins from the sea into the sea of forgetfulness, as mm. far as the east is from the west, to remember them no more. This is God speaking to us that He forgives us that deeply that He takes something. It's so interesting. Do you not know? So when we when we compare the the salvation or crucifixion, right? We talked about watching the Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. You know why it was hard for me to watch it? Because I it was hard for me to accept the grace that came from it. Because mm. think about it, every lash he took was that sin. Mm-hmm. <sighs> to think, to know that God is real, and to know that He He did that for me. Duh. Like to reconcile the grace of God, and then it's funny because when I read the, when I read the title, it mentioned it later down in the in the pat or in the in the in the paragraph. Um, but it was something. It was the first thought that hit me that when you judge yourself, you take the authority away from the person who has the right to judge you. Mm. Then the next portion was how dare I, and what gives me that right. Yeah, man, y'all don't understand. Like, if y'all can, this right here, y'all, and, and like I told you, I said it before. Not only are we encouraging you guys, but this is encouraging us. You know, my journey, man, with God is just, is to just love God, and and so many of us want to be perfect for God, or we use that as an excuse. And I don't think it's more or less us wanting to be perfect, but we're not willing to reconcile the grace of God. We're not willing to accept it. We're not willing to say that, okay, God, I'm imperfect, but you're a perfect God. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep walking, even though that I know that I, I have imperfections. And you know what it comes from? It comes from a place of selfishness and knowing, thinking that you know better. Mm-hmm. It's not coming from a place that you want to be perfect before God. It's the fact that you think you know enough to say that I can do this without, I can do this without his grace because essentially that's what you're saying is that i don't need his grace when you resist it 
You, you turn it away. You know, somebody try to give you something. No, I'm good. I don't need that. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm. That's what I've been doing. I want you to understand. Like this is when we say that, y'all listen, man. This is this is speaking to my freedom, man. That free Rashad, free RJ, yeah. You know what I'm Rashad J. Some t-shirts made, man. Free my boy. But, <laughs> but for real, y'all, like we have to reconcile within ourselves. Yeah. That is grace is real. It's not deserved, but it's given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not deserved, but it's given. Have you ever been given something from a father or a mother that you know you didn't deserve? How many of us really deserve a present on our birthday after all the, the heck and hell we gave our parents? Shoot. We didn't deserve a single. Did we deserve a roof over our head when we cursed them? Did we deserve did we deserve food in our belly when we when we we just was not grateful for anything that they've done? We didn't say thank you. We just assumed that it was supposed to be done, but it was still given because of their grace. Mm-hmm. And just as easy as you accepted that meal, you can accept the grace of God. I'm reconciling that within myself in this moment. I'm speaking, but believe me, there's a work happening in my own heart right now because of this. And I just want to cry because, man, y'all don't understand. This is freeing to me, man. I, I've, I've hit behind a mask so long of. Wanting to be perfect, man, and saying that I want to be perfect for God. But all it is has been a self-righteousness and a pridefulness to say that I think I know more. Mm. Yeah, man, like his grace is sufficient, man. And God, I let go. I let go and I trust you and I receive it for myself. If y'all, man, y'all want to talk about freedom happening over this podcast. Y'all, y'all seeing it right now, man. I receive the grace of God right now, man. And I I let go of this pridefulness of trying to do what I feel like is the right perspectives or standard I should have on my life. I take I take I let go of the authority to be able to judge myself. Y'all, y'all, this, yeah, man. God, I just thank you. So pass the mic, who wanna talk? <laughs> but I, I I wanted to speak, bro. I know a lot of times we as men don't understand what it is to be vulnerable. To be vulnerable is one of your most craziest powers. Yeah, yeah. Because it says that regardless of the situation, to acknowledge that I'm not perfect is a great step, not in being healed, but in being made whole. Yeah. So, bro, this is you being made whole. You've had some things on you for a while that has been leeching off of you. And this whole thing is God doing demolition on your foundation right now. And rebuilding it for a different purpose When we talk about Legacy King The foundation that we were built on Has to be destroyed Yeah Yep. Come on. It has to be eradicated Because if it's not There's no way on God's green nerve He will even let us operate And have but things hmm. Like I say all the time our God is not average. And to give him average 
is a spit and a slap in his face. Hmm. So don't fight back your tears. Be thankful for the work that God is doing on the inside of you. Be thankful for the covering that is around you that is called this brotherhood right here. Absolutely. Because regardless of the situation, we here now. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, 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 we them bros that'll pull up on you. You know, uh, uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's what's missing from a lot of men's life accountability in men that will come to you. Like, hold on, hold on, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> you, you sounding a little different. I say this all the time. God doesn't bless who you pretend to be. <laughs> he blesses who you are. That's good. At the end of the day, it's time to put away all the masks and stop being the great pretenders. <laughs> if you're hurt, acknowledge that you're hurt. If you're going through something, Acknowledge that you're going through something. If you don't unpack it to somebody who you, you know, got a you, you're accountable to, go to God. Right. Mm. Like me, I'm before him. Like man, before I go to any other human being, before I go to any other human being, I consult the main manufacturer. And I'm like, who? What was this thing I'm dealing with? I can't deal with it. It's getting the best of me. And I need you. Bro. Um, and I want to say this that this, go to God how you are, wherever you are, no matter who you are. Yeah, I don't care if you are a homosexual considering this. I don't care if you are a person who's killed. Listen, murder, whatever. Go to God. I. We have to get past this point of thinking it because it falls in the same thing. We judge yeah, ourselves yeah. because because we think that we have to be in a certain condition in order to see God, yeah. in order to speak to God. We said it earlier in the podcast. It's the sincerity of your heart. Y'all don't to shed light. My tears for this moment is because of the prayers, because of the desire in my heart to change, to not want to think of myself the way I think, not to not to. So my my cries for this, my my tears come from a place of. Of God, I thank you of a grateful heart because this is a sincere request that I've made before God. That's why I can be so vulnerable because the sincerity of it was before this podcast. You know, my sis, I, this that's why I can sit here and cry on a podcast that has that's going to reach millions and not be moved by it. Yeah. Because this is a sincere request that God, 
If it ain't like you, God, whatever I need to do to get past this place where, where I'm up and down, where I feel hopeless at times, when I thought about the guns in my head, that same day that they rolled up that I talk about this week, the guns sat on the countertop. The thought came just like Iago was expressing. And I sat there and I really thought like the weight of everything that was going on. Like what, 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 what's the point? Stress in the marriage, stress in different places. You're like, well, what's the point? So to, to hear something like this after sincerely praying to God to deal with this, this thing, whether it's the judgment, whether it's the self demotion, whether it is the, 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 the pride of tearing the degradation, you know, these things speak so true to my heart. You know, and, and I will say this because I want to expose the enemy. That same place of a fight is the same place of your purpose. Mm-hmm. There's greatness in my life, and it's not because any man has said it. It's because what God is, what God has declared over me. I know the power of the influence God has put in my life, and 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 I don't look to man to validate it. But that's where the enemy attacks. God validates me, and He devalidates me. Hmm. and so come on (laughs) i spent too much i spent too much time believing his devaluation of me instead of god's valuation of me so and 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 the same for you so my, my encouragement is to you if you're listening to the sounds of our voice in this moment and you heard even if you heard a piece of the podcast and you feel like you're struggling in the area that any areas of this life or any area of this I sincerely ask this, even if it's a few words, muster up as much sincerity as you can and just ask God to intervene. Doesn't need to be complicated. It's the actions, it's the it's the sincerity of your heart that he's going to see. Yeah. Because we want you to have freedom. As we're experiencing this process of freedom. <laughs> So take a moment, digest it. And my thing is with you is when you asked, just know that he is going to answer. That's facts. Man. I, 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 I have no doubt. I have no doubt. And this is coming from a brother that was not raised in church. Okay. Neither one of us, neither, neither any of us on this. So understand we got to do a testimony where we came from, by the way, because y'all have to understand like y'all, we you weren't going to do that. That's a different transparency. Oh, <laughs> but not one of us was, you know, sitting at the age of, you know, we went through stuff, you know, we, this wasn't, yeah. And guess yeah. what? The transformation took place not because of obligation, but a sincere moment. That's that. gonna be good. Yeah. So yeah, Um. Yeah. Before we uh, I feel like, I feel about to wrap this up because we're gonna give yes, y'all sir. some nuggets to um to get over this prideful thing, man. Because sure. we 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 can't leave y'all out on the hook and then just leave y'all with a bunch of problems, and then not give y'all a bunch of solutions too. <laughs> That's just a bunch of dumb stuff right there. Iago, anything you want to say, man? Ooh, about All right, yeah, I want to. I want to hit on this point when it gotcha. comes to uh, self condemnation. Um, when you really look at it, self condemnation, and this is how I've what I was dealing with when it came to self condemnation. Mm-hmm. It's the overwork of the hammer. 
So you're hitting, you nailing something. Yeah. You still hitting at it. You already put the nail in, but you're constantly hitting at this nail. Now you messing up the wood. You messing <coughs> up the floor. You messing up the the paint. It's allowing yourself to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Mm, when God has called that not to be. Wow. I know this for a fact because yesterday when I was dealing with with the suicidal thoughts, it didn't come from that place of conceitedness for me. I've been in suicidal thoughts moments when it was conceited so i know the difference of what was going on i already knew the attack based off the dream that i had the night before mm-hmm. so i already know it i already knew what it was and why the holy spirit muzzled my mouth he told me this isn't for you to reach out or for you to say anything this mm-hmm. is for you to recognize that in this moment you cannot be the judge jury or the executioner you have to lean on me mm-hmm. mm. so when you self condemn and you try to put yourself as these one sole person that can solve this solution wow you're constantly in a state of holding and weighing what is good and what is bad it's like a scale Mm. <laughs> and your hands are underneath the scale like you moving it like you know those old scales that they used to have on the little judge table and whatnot mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you're moving that like oh, okay we're gonna weigh this on this side this is yeah yeah this is gonna be good today and the guy says man move your hands off the scale for I am the one that judges I am the one that condemns and yeah. I am the one that forgives so when bro was talking about the grace and Holy Spirit told me it was like we we get to a point to where we don't forget the grace we just get complacent in it mm. and that's where the self-condemnation comes in because we're moving throughout this life and that grace is still there mm-hmm. and we don't forget that we just try to put ourselves above it and that's where the Lord has to where, where we get quickened to remember like God this is you this is not me yeah I have to come out of myself and give this judgment to you I can't allow myself to be the one to be Judge Judy in this situation yeah I'm not Judge Judy I'm not Judge Mathis I'm not Joe Brown I can't judge a situation I have no control over That is for God And that's what Self-condemnation That's what he hit me with I felt that in my chest Definitely good bro Um, Self-condemnation And I'm gonna keep it brief Cause I I feel a lot of set free stuff going on right now. Right now. I'm gonna go to Exodus twenty and three. Which I said, oh snap. <laughs> uh, the Bible speaks clearly. You shall have no other 
gods before me. For he is a jealous God. When you self condemn yourself, I believe you make yourself God. Wow. And for me, when you give your final judgment on something, <laughs> which is crazy, how much power we give ourselves when the Bible speaks about our life being just a vapor. Mm. When you create yourself to condemn yourself to me, is to make yourself God. Because when a judge lays down the final sentence, that's that. Mm -hmm. So when you give yourself your final decision, you then put yourself in the position of God. Mm. Those are shoes and those are weights. That you will Ooh, never be able to Jesus. And for me That's why a lot of times When the Bible speaks about not condemning yourself I get it now mm. God like ho, ho 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 You put yourself in my position I determine What the outcome is If I'm alpha and omega I already knew you was going to make that Mistake right there if I wanted to take you out, I'd have took you out. Mm -hmm. But my grace is sufficient for you. Take yourself out of God's position. And I think that's where most of the weight is at. We do something and literally feel like, just go ahead and throw me in the hell right now. What you do? What you do? I just cussed. Huh? <laughs> Listen. <sighs> Cause I used to deal with this. This is the one thing that kept me away from God for 10 years. <clears throat> because I felt like I wasn't right. I condemned myself for 10 years. Doing what and whenever I wanted to. I will say over 10 years. I was your prodigal son. I was the bastard to the nation. I always think about those years. To, to me, I say lost. But to me, it was learned. Hmm. And the lesson is this You can't do this life without God A life without God And apart from God To me that's hell on earth Yeah Without that grace and that mercy That's hell on earth And I was in sin And God still gave me grace and mercy mm. I know for a fact I will be popped up and, and, and locked up somewhere, man. Right, right. Let's I fact. know it because yep. I condemned myself and felt like I'm not worthy to even serve God. Yeah. 
And I heard this cliche all the time. When I get it right, I'm gonna get back in church. You will never be there. Right. When I get things together, I swear I'm gonna be in. The, I'm gonna be on the front row. You won't even make it through the doors. Mm-hmm. Because you can't fix you. Nope. You're not qualified to fix you because you haven't manufactured yourself. And nine times out of ten. You don't check the manual, which is the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the Bible going to tell you to go to God. The Bible is basic, is basic instructions before leaving before leaving this earth. B-I-B-L-E. So, self-condemnation, man. Is it's My final thought is that is don't put yourself in God, God's shoes or position. Stop trying to wear and stop trying to carry God weight. That's what self-condemnation. And to me, that's what this whole pride thing is anyway. Come on, you vibe. <laughs> and to me, that's what that's why pride, that's why I understand when they say pride comes before the fall. Because it's too heavy, so you're gonna fall. You can't handle that. So with this whole pride thing We're going to wrap it up We're going to give y'all some nuggets I'm going to start off with this My advice for you Who are dealing with pride Number one First acknowledge it mm-hmm. My bro literally Did this podcast Wounded But as you see towards the end He's being made whole But it took him Acknowledging it It took him literally Taking that step to say ah, This is me I keep condemning myself I keep cutting myself down I identify with this My brother Iago That was me just yesterday I self-condemned myself to the point Where I visualized me taking my own life So the number one thing is identifying That you are prideful If any of these things Any of these categories Has hit you in the heart Guess what You have pride mm-hmm. There's no escaping it Number two for me Is to get around people Who are going to hold you accountable If you if you show me your surroundings And I'll tell you your future If you got some yes mans And some go alone to get along We were just talking about this other day bro yep. <laughs> Which, which we're going we gonna, to we gonna have a podcast on this too We literally just had this conversation today Like between the three of us we are not yes men. No. Like we're able to literally agree to disagree and move on and then come back and say, My bad, y'all. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Should have watched that video. Or Family Matters and Friends. I'm just saying. You know, but Either we are still here. But get you a group of people. Men, get you with some men that will hold you up. I'm talking about some some real killers 
Like I'm talking about some people like who will really hold you accountable. Right. Like that'll call you like, hey, hey, ain't heard from you in two minutes. What's up? <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> but get you some good surroundings. So that's that's my two. I have more, but I want my bros to actually um give some leeway into you know helping people out, man. Cause we said, hey, we setting people free today. We being set free and y'all gonna be set free too. Come on. Um, I got I got a couple. It's Talk funny because what your your lies on the whole condemnation was just like we could have ended there. To be honest, with that, <laughs> that last part. No facts though, because like, um, what part of what I was gonna say too is is that well, one, you know, acknowledge, surround yourself, be willing to be vulnerable because mm. it's pointless to try to surround yourself with people if you're not willing to be vulnerable and. To receive the critique of being vulnerable. That's good, bro. Um, now, I want to caveat that by saying this: that at the very core, my brother said it in the condemnation, putting God in His rightful place. I think one of the most profound things said tonight was when, as far as mentioning Exodus twenty-three, how we've become our, how we become idol and idol. Because all these mm. has put us as idols. Because pride at its very core is selfishness. And this is why the Bible says, if you notice, and I'll bring correlation, um, in the in the old when the Ark of the Covenant is with the uh, um, the um, well, not Philippians, uh, the um, the tribe, the tribe that uh, Israel was fighting. Um, they had captured the the um, the the Ark of the Covenant, and it sat with their God, Day God, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what was happening? The Ark of the Covenant was next to this this statue, and it kept falling, right? Um, and every you know they'll come in and put it back up. It's like, man, why does this thing keep falling? And then finally, the statue fell and it broke, and it it broke in a position where they acknowledged that there's something with this art that, that their God is real and they gave mm-hmm. it back to the children of Israel. Right. Mm-hmm. The fall is what I want to focus on. When you make yourself an idol, when anything is an idol in your life and what it is put in the presence of God, mm-hmm. it has to fall. Don't think that when it says you will be exalted in the falling from an exalted place is a bad thing. I want to say this, embrace it, because what it is, it is God allowing you to be humbled and understand that it is going to happen. Yeah. So understand coming into this thing, if you really want to be free of pride, understand that you are going to fall. What that means is you are going to be humbled back to the place that you should be in the first place. Yeah. Because you have to understand this pride thing When you put God in his place Meaning that you put him You get him within proximity That pride is in your life Is the same thing as that statue It is going to fall And if you're attached with it It's going to bring you down But it's also going to be It's also going to break Just like the statue did mm-hmm. So so two things Which is Be open to be vulnerable For the critique and I was kind of off three, two, and then uh, be open to be accountable to be critiqued, and put God in His rightful place, so you can so you can really 
so God can really do the work. Because once again, it's on him. And all he's wanting us to do is put put ourselves in his hands so he can do what he do. But Iago. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Get to a record in a minute, play around. I don't, yeah. I don't need that much to make a song. You already know that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I go. Yeah. Start off by saying this when it comes to being prideful and breaking away from that, you want to be able to get to someone that you will allow to chisel at that crystallized heart that you have mm. because once you realize that this is a heart matter mm. you're gonna have to open up about it mm. so finding that part when we go back to that accountability there where you have someone that you can communicate with that you allow to see that that's that part of you that you can't hide we go back to breaking away from the masks that way you can have that wisdom don't go to just anybody don't go <laughs> you go to somebody with some wisdom that knows what it's like to be in that position of pride yeah and leaning on god to break away from it that way they can help chisel at that heart to break off all of that pride that you have that you continuously grow to move forward and then once you do that not only will you be on a better path to increase your relationship with God then you start to break off everything that pride does Uh because pride in itself is a killer not only will it kill you Uh but it'll kill all your relationships all your goals that's facts bro yeah and that's where where we where we have to be at so my encouragement to our listening audience and our people that's watching on youtube is allow your heart to be chiseled yeah that's good that's my point you took my accountability what to say drop the mic on us it's been another podcast like <laughs> Uh, but th- man, th- th- this has truly been a great podcast, and I know it's it's many many more to come. Um, this is just episode seven, man. Right, episode seven and eight, uh, which will be leading up uh, almost almost to Christmas, y'all. Um, Christmas um, time. So uh, it's good for you to get this gift. <laughs> and this Christmas, you know what I'm saying? We but will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very special ending of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> I have been your host. We have been your host, Mister Made Over. Your boy Iago El. Well, your boy Rashad J. And we thank y'all for tuning in. And like we always say around about this time, we love y'all. Thank you for watching and listening. What's up, Legacy Kings Podcast? It's your boy, Iago. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy Kings Podcast episode today. 
We want to say thank you for watching us on the YouTube. We want to say thank you for listening on streaming platforms such as Spotify. We hope you enjoy it. And we truly, truly, truly hope that it blesses your soul. You heard me and my brothers talk about suicide on this podcast. And we want you to understand how serious it is. So if you are struggling with suicide and struggling with depression and anxiety, the best thing and the best advice that we can give you is to number one, seek help, professional help. Don't be afraid to get professional help. It doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you very strong. We're gonna leave a suicide number that you can call whenever you need someone to talk to. And if you're looking for professional help, I will try better help. They're not even sponsoring us, but I, I believe everybody needs to talk to somebody. To suffer in silence and to deal with things that we have no control over, it's better to seek professional help. So from us to you, we love you. And we want you to be here and stick in that fight. Thank you for tuning in. If you or someone you know is experiencing thoughts of suicide or having a mental health crisis, call 988 for free confidential support. The Suicide Prevention Lifeline has a new number. When you call, text, or chat 988, you will be connected to a trained crisis counselor who will listen to your concerns. There is hope and the Lifeline works. Just call, text, or chat 988.